welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. and welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Today, it is all about jumping right back in to the Survivor 43 weekly wrap. Now, we've got through the first three episodes of the season. Uh, We saw Mariah voted out in episode one. Justine voted out in the Vessie tribe in episode two. Then, in the last episode, Vessie going straight back to tribal council, and it was Necker who was voted out. So look, Bessie, can't even speak English one minute in. Bessie, they're coming off back-to-back tribals, definitely not where you want to be. And seemingly, Necker may have been the issue when it came to losing the challenges. Have Bessie got it right? Have they got rid of the right person this time? Because seemingly, they didn't with Justine. So we're going to see how Bessie goes heading into episode four. Of course, Necker, the third person voted out of Survivor 43, and we've got a whole episode to get into. Survivor 43, Episode 4, this is the Weekly Wrap. Alright, let's get right amongst the episode now, and I'll start with the reward challenge. Now, the opening to the episode, we saw Vessie kind of just discussing the last vote out and I didn't really find anything super noteworthy that I felt like I needed to talk about. So the first point in episode four uh, that I want to start on was the reward challenge. So in episode four, they're going to have a separate reward and immunity challenge, which I always prefer, but they do lump them together quite a bit as well. Now for this reward, The winners are going to get a couple of items, including some fish. But the main reward on offer was that the winners got to steal an item from an opposition camp of their choosing. So really big reward. Whoever finishes first, they get to select one of the other two camps and they're going to go and get to take a couple of items. So that would definitely help in terms of driving that tribalism and rivalry between camps. And as far as who got through and won it, it was Vessi. So really, really big start to the episode for the tribe that are coming off back-to-back tribal councils. A massive morale boost after consecutive tribals. And look, Vessi seemingly made the right choice by getting rid of Necker. They lost two immunity challenges in a row with Necker respectfully uh, being the weak link to the eye at least, from what I saw. So they decided to vote her out. Now, she would have had to be the nicest member of their tribe, and specifically Cody wouldn't have really wanted to do it, and Jesse did speak about how it was difficult for him to write Necker's name down. But if you want to look at whether they made the right choice, it definitely seems like it. Bessie bouncing back in a big way to win the reward challenge, and... They actually decide they're going to trade their reward for a fruit basket. 
So they're going to give over their fish because they don't have any fire or cooking equipment. And they'll take the fruit basket instead. Now, I didn't really know you could trade rewards, but I, I guess you can. Maybe I missed that. Um, for Vessi, most importantly, other than the fruit basket, they now have the opportunity to raid the camp of either the Coco tribe or the Baka tribe. Now, Vessi, they talked about it back at camp, and they made the decision to go for the Coco tribe. Of course, Coco, the only tribe that are yet to go to tribal council this season, they are the strongest. And I spoke in the last podcast about season 41, and also, funnily enough, the Blue tribe uh, that consisted of Erica, Deshaun, Danny, Heather, and a couple of others. And they stayed really strong, similar to what Coco have been able to do. And many of them made it to the end. They had three members of the final four and two out of the three who got to make their pitch in the final three were from that blue tribe. Their name escapes me. But there are definitely parallels uh, between Coco's start and what the blue tribe were able to do in season 41. They're looking very strong. And Bessie, they noticed that. And I think they also feel as though if you raid the Barker tribe, there's a real kind of, there is a rivalry element to doing that. So they felt like it was better to go for the tribe that hadn't really been hit at all so far. Coco, with all of their members intact, and they haven't had to vote anyone out. They haven't had any major blows. So Vessi, they decide that now's the time to hit Coco where it hurts the most and come and raid a couple of their items. Now Cody gets sent to the Coco tribe, so he will be the representative for Vessi, given the duty of raiding. And in my opinion, across the whole game, other than maybe Sammy, if I could pick one guy to send on the raid, I'm picking Cody. He definitely kind of has that vibe where he's not going to be able to be made to feel bad. They're not going to be able to guilt trip him into walking away with very little. Cody, he's got a good raiding energy about him. Now, once Cody arrives at the Coco tribe, he starts to barter with them as any good elevator salesman would. And look, negotiation tactics were a plenty. Cody mentioning that he was hoping to take Coco's machete and that drew not a great response from the Coco tribe. They really didn't want to lose the machete. That is one of your most essential items at camp. So Cody, he's an elevator salesman. He gets the negotiation tactics going and look, Coco, they do not seem willing to part with the machete. Not that they really get a choice. And so Cody... They go back and forth for a little bit, and he walks away with some limes and fishing gear. But that still works out well. Now for the Vessi tribe, they have the opportunity to catch fish, even though they just won them on reward. So it doesn't make a ton of sense, but Cody, he's got some limes and fishing gear. So he successfully raided the Coco tribe, and Carla uh, in particular was really not happy. She could tell what Cody was doing, and she felt like the Coco tribe basically just, you know, moved out of the way and were like, yeah, no worries, Cody. How can we, you know, satisfy you? So, but Carla, she's got her eye on Cody. She definitely feels 
that this is a sneaky character. And I feel the same way. That Kyla, look, she's not too happy with the Coco tribe and how they just went about it. But I tell you who is happy. He's thrown up Shuckers, the old Mahalos. Uh, that is Cody, who from Idaho, but you could be mistaken for thinking this bloke's Hawaiian with the way he was carrying on, not so much with the way he looks. But Cody is happier, much happier than the Coco tribe as he zips off on the boat back to the Vessi camp with some limes and some fishing gear. Moving on to the next challenge now, as day nine is upon us in a 26-day game. Makes me sad. It's already, it's going too quickly, you know? But day nine, we now reach the immunity challenge. And once again, Vessi finished first. So look, huge response, really big way to bounce back after back-to-back -back failures. Was getting rid of Necker the right move? It definitely looks like it. Already a vast improvement. They've gone from coming last back-to-back -to, -back to finishing first back-to-back. -back. Now, had they voted out Necker instead of Justine the first time around, maybe they'd be in a stronger position. But also in terms of the individual gameplay standpoint, it may have been a masterstroke to get rid of Justine, weaken Noel a little bit, uh, because Justine and Noel definitely seemed like they could have been a very dynamic duo. And look, they just couldn't afford, unfortunately, to keep Necker around. Now Vessi back in a big way. Baka at the tribe to finish second. They've also had a quality bounce back after being the first tribe to go to tribal this season. And look, a bit controversial here. There's definitely starting to be kind of an us versus them up against the Coco tribe because Baka, Baka, oops, Daisy, mind my French, uh, Baka, they were given the assistance from Vessi to finish the challenge. So Vessi, very vocal. They were basically instructing Baka on how to finish the challenge in order to send Coco to tribal council. So definitely starting to be a bit of beef there in terms of, you know, Vessi really going hard for Coco. Not only have they now gone over to the Coco tribe and raided their supplies, they've also cost them a challenge and sent Coco to the first tribal of the season. Really interesting stuff. I think that's going to drive the rivalry. And as they head back to camp, well, now for Coco, the scramble begins for the first time this season. Now, Geo, he is gunning hard for Cassidy. That's kind of the first target that we see. Geo saying, I'm really keen to get rid of Cassidy. I don't trust her. She's got to go. I must admit, Geo is really swinging his dick around as the head honcho of the tribe, and he's calling the shots very early. Now, I don't know if Geo realizes that he's actually in the minority, given that James and the three girls seem to be working together. That's what we established in the last episode. And we also established that Geo and Ryan, very close, but they are outnumbered four to two. So Geo. As I mentioned, really running around town like a legit boss. But I'm not quite sure that he realizes exactly where the numbers lie. Now, for Cassidy, as I said, she is the target from Geo. And look, it kind of goes back the other way as well. Cassie is getting 
really tired of Geo's sassy attitude. Look, I personally love the sass. It's a great viewing, but Cassidy does not. She wants Geo out. Now, we know that the majority is Lindsay, Carla, James, and Cassidy. And so Geo, a lot more vulnerable than Cassidy when it comes to the upcoming vote. But something that is totally shaking things up on what was seeming like a very clear-cut vote, Lindsay is getting ultra paranoid. She's not trusting anyone. She really feels like, you know, something's going to go down. She's going to get blindsided. Never a great sign when it's your first tribal council. It's not the best time to freak out because it sends the wrong message. Like, if Lindsay is this paranoid for the first vote, how's she going to be later in the game? Like, how can you use her as a number if right off the bat, from the first vote, which you would think would be one of the easier ones, if she's already flipping out, then, yeah, how do you work with her going forward? However, look, slightly critical of Lindsay because you don't want to be full 100 paranoid. But in the same token, in episode three, the very last podcast that I did, I did say after Neka got voted out when she said she was super confident about the way that the vote was going, I did say you can never be too confident about the plan. You never want to just sit back and think, okay, well, that, that's very easy. Let's just do that because it almost never works out. So I can see, like, I can see where Lindsay's coming from, because sometimes if it feels too easy or too good to be true, then it probably is. But is Lindsay not confident enough? Because this does seem like a clear-cut vote. She is in the majority, and everyone seems willing to vote for Geo. Now, James and Carla are starting to get really frustrated about Lindsay's paranoia. They had a plan. They were all good to go. And now Lindsay's just, I don't know, it's really kind of making everyone uneasy. And this early in the game, you would have to consider, is Lindsay a liability? So now it's gone from being what seemed like a very clear-cut vote, let's just get rid of Geo. But now Lindsay, through her own doing, has basically put herself in the firing line. So Geo and Lindsay seem to be the two options. Now Geo wants to get rid of Cassidy, so Cassidy could be an option, but she's in the majority. She is not freaking out. So going into the tribal council coming up, Geo and Lindsay are the two options. Now I'll jump into tribal council, but also quickly. Uh, no mention of Gabler's idol. Now, I know he's on the Bucker tribe, but that was a development I was really keen to follow. They haven't really shed any light on that situation throughout this episode, so we will have to keep posted on that. But in terms of the overall game, that is something I'm really interested in watching develop, the whole situation with Gabler's idol. And the longer that Bucker is safe, well, the further... Gabler is going to be able to go in this game. Let's jump into the Tribal Council though, Coco's very first of the season. And look, in terms of the conversation with Jeff Probst, not a whole heap of noteworthy chat, to be honest, nothing that I really felt I needed to delve into. So let's just get straight into the vote, shall we? 
it looks like it is either going to be Geo or it is going to be Lindsay. Geo, very sassy, running around town, calling the shots. So they may want to pick him off now. Well, they can. But Lindsay, making everyone uneasy and definitely through her own doing, is now proving to be a potential liability. Now, as far as the votes, Cassidy gets a vote, which you would have to assume was from Geo. Geo gets a vote, which I'm assuming is from Lindsay. And all the rest of the votes go on Lindsay. So that is a big moment in the season. And Lindsay going home. Fourth person voted out of Survivor 43. And unfortunately for Lindsay, she probably would have been safe if she just kept her cool and didn't totally flip out. It wasn't even that she was just seeking assurance. Like she was very unsure about trusting these people. Not quite tantrum level, but you know, there are a couple of times where it was almost the level of when you ask your partner or your friend, like, are you okay? Like, are we good? And they're like, yeah, 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 we're okay. Yeah, we're good. Uh, okay. Um, so I think that was kind of the situation. Like Lindsay was saying like, yeah, we're good. It's okay. Everything's okay. I trust you. But it wasn't very convincing. And so James and Carla, they basically just went, fuck it. I don't, I don't want to deal with this. And they can pretty easily, out of Ryan and Geo, pull someone else in. And they still have the majority. So Cassidy, uh, Carla and James, they are still in the majority of the tribe. And Lindsay, the fourth member, voted out of Survivor 43. Look, I didn't see that coming. I still thought they were going to go for Geo. But it does make you wonder, because we only saw snippets throughout, but maybe Lindsay was being even more paranoid and frantic than we saw in the edit. Like, maybe there was a bit of extra carry-on. The point where James and Carla... I guess liability is the best word I can use, because you're looking at her thinking, this is the first vote. We have the numbers. Let's get rid of Geo. And yeah, she already was freaking out. So if you think about going deeper into the game... Let's say it's final 10 and all four of them are still there. Like if Lindsay doesn't trust you for the very first vote, the paranoia and the intensity of the game is only going to get bigger and bigger as it goes on. So if Lindsay is already at this level of paranoia, they probably couldn't carry her further in the game. Now they've gotten rid of her and it will be interesting to see uh, in similar fashion to how Vessie decided to get rid of Justine. And then the following episode, they lost and they realized they had to get rid of Neca. I'm interested going forward for Coco. Will this end up being the right move? Or is this going to totally turn the game on its head? Very interested to see as far as the developments. And I do wonder if Lindsay will go back and watch the show and think, damn, maybe I should have just kept my cool just a touch more. She did say, you know, I'm a threat, so it makes sense for them to try and get rid of me. But at that stage, they really weren't viewing her as a threat. They were viewing her as a number that they can work with and that they thought they could trust. And I'm sure they could have 
up until a certain point. But yeah, her paranoia basically just ended up getting the better of her. So Lindsay, fourth member, voted out of Survivor 43. Now all three tribes have experienced tribal council. And just on some final notes before I wrap this one up. Interesting that all four vote outs have been women. Now, I don't know whether to read into that heaps. That might just be a coincidence. Uh, but so far, none of the guys in the game voted out. All four vote outs being women. So that's just an interesting stat, I guess. I don't see like a pattern or anything that would suggest that there's any strategy behind that. Because, yeah, all three tribes have gone to tribal councils. So different tribes, different dynamics. But I do wonder now, going forward, whether the women in the game are going to kind of latch on to what's happening and work together a little bit more closely, given that four from four votes, all women. So we will watch this space and see what develops in that regard. And as far as the Coco tribe, I do wonder now who holds the power. It seems very obviously to be Carla, James, and Cassidy, with Ryan and Geo on the outside. And of course, Carla has an immunity idol, so that gives them even more power. And if Coco, up until this point, have been the strongest tribe, then it seems as though Carla could be the strongest player in the game. She has the numbers, she now has an idol, and her tribe have been performing really well up to this point. Of course, let's not forget that there was a huge assist from the Vesey tribe to help get Baka over the line. And going forward, I'm interested to see whether we start to see some real rivalry and beef. I'm sure Coco would be pissed off about what Vesey did, especially coming off the back of having their camp raided by, by Vesey. So... It's going to be interesting, and especially if there's a tribe swap, we're getting to that point in the game now where they're slowly working toward that next big twist. Lindsay, the fourth member voted out of Survivor, plenty of questions going into episode five. Let me see if I got anything else. Not really, other than the no mention of Gabler's idol, which I already touched on. But that out of everything in the game right now, is probably the thing I'm intrigued by the most. What's going to happen over at Barker with Gabler's idol? He now knows that Ali was trying to fuck him over in pretty simple terms. And Sammy and Gabler are now aligning. And they did show at the start of the episode, Gabler just starting to get on a couple of people's nerves on the tribe. So very interested in terms of what's going to go down at the Barker tribe. For Vessi, they are down to four after having to vote out NECA last time, so they cannot afford to lose any more members. And of course, Cody with an immunity idol, and Noel with a stealer vote. So there's still a lot of twists and turns to come over at Vessi. And for Coco, they are now down to five. Lindsay is gone. Where does... does... fucking hell, my bad. Where does the majority lie? It seems like with Cassidy, James, and Carla. But as we know in Survivor, things aren't that simple. One day, you can have three people in the majority, and the very next day, it can totally flip on its head. It only takes 
one small comment, one small action. It only takes the smallest things to totally change the power dynamics and yeah, really flip the game on its head. So that gives us a lot to look forward to going into episode five. In my opinion, I reckon episode five is going to be the best yet in terms of this season because now everything's heating up. People are starting to gain advantages, idols. People are starting to work out exactly where the battle lines are drawn. So I'm very excited to get in to episode five. That's not airing until tomorrow though, so it's not much else for me to say until I've seen the episode, is there? If you enjoyed the podcast today, do not forget the best way to support us is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow. You'll be able to see as soon as the episode five pod is out. And if you have social media, if you want to get around the content for Survivor and other things over on Instagram, best way to do that is to give us a follow at not just a sports report. Other than that, though, that has been the Survivor 43 weekly wrap for episode four. And until next time, the tribe has spoken and have a bloody ripper of an evening, day, morning, whatever time zone, doesn't matter. Have a bloody ripper.